everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Who Says, where we talk about challenging the status quo and share our experiences in doing so. Before we dive in, my name is Tatiana, and I am here with my two favorite people on the planet, Jennifer and Deanna. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Oh, hey. So in today's episode, we were kind of thinking that this one could be a little more lighthearted. We're about to uh, get into the holiday season here. And something that made me think of is how much pressure there is around the holidays. And it can be from, you know, family members. It can be from, the thing that comes to my mind is the Hallmark movies or like Disney movies or anything around like the different holidays that we have and how they always look so picture perfect and the snow's so fluffy and white and beautiful and there's all this Christmas cheer or holiday spirit going around and for a lot of folks that may not be the case and it may not really look like that. So I thought that we would just take some time in this episode to share our experiences or thoughts around that and unpack a little bit of what some folks might be going through. In doing that, hopefully some of you guys who are listening right now will like feel you are heard in this conversation and, you know, maybe it'll get you in in the holiday spirit and throw some cheer your way. (laughs) What comes to mind immediately is what's that saying? Like, don't eat yellow snow. Right. And like, cause you were talking about how the persona of Christmas and holidays and all that is like just this amazing time and like just family together and lots of food and lots of presents. And that's how I envision everything going just so smooth and so great. And everyone's oh, yeah. happy. And I'm already starting to get anxious about presents and, and gifts and money and like financially, because in my family, gifts are a big deal and the gifts have to be thoughtful not have to be but you want to have like the best gift given you know like oh that was so thoughtful I really wanted that that's so me that's just how my family is and I'm like oh my god like we bought a house this year we just we got married and I'm like holy crap Christmas is just right around the corner (laughs) So I think for me, it's a big deal in our family to have just a bunch of presents. And we always say every year, don't overdo it. We're not going to overdo it. It's just going to be, you know, we Mm -hmm. always, we we even talk about doing like a secret Santa, but then I I can't get something for my sister. And then I, I and yeah. So that's where I went when you were sharing Tatiana in the beginning, I was like, oh Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say presents are a big deal in my family and we are, you know, a large family. I'm one of five siblings and then there's my parents and, you know, people are married and all that fun stuff. So we actually had to, like, I think initially we were trying to one up each other. So things were just getting out of control. I mean, I think at one point I spent like $200 per person and I'm like, that's, we're just getting to like mortgage payment costs. Like this is getting out of hand. You all, we have to rein it in a little. So we started doing secret Santas, which has really worked out for us, but it's kind of funny um, I hope my family listens to this and thinks it's funny too, but like, I think my mom, <laughs> my mom's not from America and secret Santa is like not a concept that they have in France. My mom still just ends up getting gifts for everyone. So then we all feel like, oh man, we need to get gifts for them too, or for her. And like, it just kind of snowballs pun intended into like a way bigger deal than it needs to be. So we tried to do the secret Santa stuff. I think I got missed one year and then someone got two gifts and then like people forgot. So it's just kind of funny. So this year I'm hoping we're going to get it right. 
but yeah, I'm with you on the presents are a big deal and what they kind of mean and symbolize. So yeah. That's so funny. I feel like I fit right in because presents have always been a big deal for my family too. When we were talking about the idea for this episode, I thought about this. I'd never thought about it before, but I kind of wondered if maybe overdoing presents was kind of compensating for the fact that it was really always just the three of us, my sister and my mom, and sort of making up for the fact that my parents were divorced and we just didn't have much family. It was just the three of us. As we've gotten older and try to become more minimalist, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be more intentional with purchases and gifts and all that sort of stuff. We have backed away from like the number of gifts. And then as people have come in, like my husband, my stepfather, like they just make jokes. They think it's so ridiculous the amount of gifts and that we're, we're opening presents until like 11 at night. We also savor them. We never open presents in the morning. We would like wait until the afternoon and then we watch everybody open their gifts for whatever reason. I don't know why or how my mom just created this as the tradition and it just made things last longer. And I guess we just really enjoy that experience. It's funny because the Hallmark movies, not even those, but I think a lot of other movies aside from like National Lampoons, but then there's some aspects of that movie where it's like, it's got to be a white Christmas. It has to snow. You have to have this beautiful single family home that gets decorated and filled with family and friends. And there's holiday parties and just a lot of cheer. And that was just not really my experience. Not that the holidays were sad. It just, I didn't have a full house. There weren't a lot of people coming and going. I think I always kind of felt a little bit sad about that you want the ideal and it gets portrayed in different ways, you know? So there's kind of like this pressure, but a lot of it is out of our control. I can't choose whether Virginia is going to get snow before Christmas on Christmas, whatever. Right. And yet we kind of hope, and I know I'm always disappointed if it happens to be a really mild day. I'm like, no, 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 no. Be like dark and gloomy. Look like it's winter. Look like it's end of December. I don't need it to be blue sky and like 55 degrees. That's weird. Even though I'm from California, I'm like, nope, to me, that's not what Christmas looks like. So there's just this weird thing that I've picked up over the years about how it just should be. And then there just becomes kind of some pressure. So I've sort of gone the other way. We downsized and we have less space now, which I love, but it there's really zero room for a real size Christmas tree. And I always used to get a really tall one that was fairly big. We didn't have a lot of room, but I mean, it there was enough. We haven't had a tree in, you know, four years. Christmases. And now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm more focused on like, that's just easier, makes her life easier to deal with. And I miss kind of that aspect. And so when I've been watching reality shows that I love my guilty pleasures, people are going all out. They have like three Christmas trees and they have the entire house is just garland up with lights. You know, I look at that and that's something that I sort of aspired to. And then I get a little bit like, should we get a tree? What if it's not Christmas without the tree? So I think I'm very susceptible as many of us are to sort of what others are doing and how things get portrayed. And, you know, over like my life, that's the depiction of Christmas, white Christmas, snow, beautiful house, decorated, lots of family and everything like that. And so at times I've sort of ranked myself as far as like, where, where am I in this? I like the idea of continuing to be more simplistic and making sure that I'm just with people that I love. And if that's not in person, I mean, you know, whoever I am with, but then just having it be more than sort of these external items, but it's hard. I'm human. So still I'm like, "Mm, I want the pretty picture. 
please. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, with all of the one upping and all of the stuff that I don't know, I feel like everyone is trying to mimic or have their holiday season look like how it looks. I think part of the, I guess I would call it joy that comes in is like how our families or how people in general try and create this and maybe it goes wrong or maybe things go sideways and then you just end up with like a new Christmas tradition or holiday tradition I should say you know not everyone is celebrating Christmas but I know for our family one of the things that we would do we're just like a family I think we talked we talked about procrastination last episode but I come from a long line of procrastinators I'll put it like that we would what we would do is we would never get our Christmas tree until Christmas Eve so we're all like piled in the car And we're like driving to wherever they still have Christmas trees that don't look like the Christmas tree in Charlie Brown Christmas, where it's just like one twig. You know, we would just pack in the car and we would spend Christmas Eve getting the tree, tying it down, which is like all kinds of hullabaloo and hilariousness with like all of us piled in the car. And then once we would get home, we would decorate it for for Christmas Eve. So like for a really long time, that was like one of our traditions, just decorating the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. And you better believe that bag boy was up until almost, I think it was Valentine's Day. I mean, it did not come down forever. (laughs) So, you know, we were one of those families where you come in and it's like almost March and you're like, what is going on? It's like, we worked hard on that at the last minute, but then it just became a tradition. And it's just something that's really funny that we get to share. So um, I love it. (laughs) It sounds like so much fun, like a total adventure. And that that's just what Christmas Eve looks like that. I, I love the traditions I'm trying to think of. So I'm not sure. I don't feel like any of ours have been born out of procrastination or sort of like something, something funny happened. And that's just like now what we do, but those I think are the things that I look forward to and and was a little bit sad as we got older and you didn't have, you know, it's like, not everybody was at home. My sister and I would often stay with my mom on Christmas Eve when we were adult, still kind of trying to keep that tradition alive of doing the stockings and watching white Christmas, the movie and putting out the gifts, you know, under the tree when other people like went to sleep, like those sorts of things. And then having the morning together, though, I think that's really probably what it comes down to. And every family has their own traditions. And I love the idea of doing that on Christmas Eve and just going like five different places to try and find somewhere that actually has Christmas trees in good shape. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, we could never find the stand. So we're like trying to tie it to somewhere and then someone's trying to like find it in the garage. It became a tradition. And now it's just one of those things where it's like, no, it didn't look perfect, but it was just kind of really funny. (laughs) We had a bunch of traditions too, but what really stick out for me would be decorating. My mom, she had, okay, so she collected snow globes and also snow babies. I don't know. It was like a big thing in the 90s, little like porcelain figurines. She, I don't know how many she has. We had to decorate all of it. We had to bring all of it to the house in boxes and then unpack it and then decorate and then Oh my gosh, it was crazy, but it was so much fun because we would play with each snow globe as we were and then be like, oh, remember when you got this one for Christmas? It wasn't just decorate. It was you're spending time. You know, it was my sister and I and my mom, we'd spend time doing this. And then of course we love decorating. So 
there was that aspect of it too, which was super fun. And then of course, going to get our tree, that was a thing. We had to have a real tree and then it switched Mm -hmm. to the fake tree (laughs) because yeah, it was just, they're they're a lot of work and ours would stay up until Valentine's day. We decorated our tree one year for Valentine's day. We like cut out the hearts and we made like the the rings or it was so, it was such a pretty tree, (laughs) but it was time for it to go. (laughs) So that was really fun. And then of course the food, food is, uh, as we've discussed in our previous podcast food for my family is a big deal it's how we show love and it was just a tradition to make all the things my dad would have his certain things that he would make he would always do the mashed potatoes so he was in charge of of course my mom would like boil the potatoes and peel them and she would then hand it over to him and he would get the mixer out and then like put a bunch of butter and of course probably some milk or something in there. He had his own recipe. It was his thing. He wanted to do it. So he would do the mashed potatoes and they were so good. Oh my gosh. We had to have certain foods. So it was just really fun. Like the whole part of preparing the food also was part of the memory too. And then it would take so long to prepare the food and like have this beautiful spread. And then it's like two minutes later, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) And like the pressure, because you want it to be a certain way. You just want it to look like it took nothing. You look back and you're like, wow, it was so much fun. And like, look at all the memories we have from all that. So I love the memory part of it. And when you're talking about unpacking the snow globes and the snow babies and, you know, (laughs) putting your hands on each of them and remembering that reminded me when we would decorate the Christmas tree, we had so many childhood ornaments. And one of my favorites is maybe we were like five or something like that. We probably had to bring a picture of ourselves in with like a parent. And then we made, you know, our teachers helped us make this thing and they're still in like great shape. And I'm with my mom. And then I think my sister's with uh, our dad. We always had to look at the back to be like, who is this? Like, we don't know. Um, (laughs) This is, you know, early mid eighties. And we were at my grandparents in their backyard in Nebraska. And it's just like this moment in time that I get to revisit, like, cause I'm not going to see those photos at any other time. Then there were ornaments that I remember making. And then we have certain plush ornaments that we would always put at the bottom of the tree because we had pets. My mom, like that was one of her tricks. We're going to put these non-breakable ornaments at the base of the tree. So if cattails go by or whatever, it's not a problem. So anytime I've decorated my own Christmas tree, having cats, that's where I, I do the exact same thing. And I always remember that my mom coming up with that or just the reason why. And it's just a great flood. idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. With you, with your cat and your dog. <laughs> Yeah. Why didn't I, I've never thought of, thank you for sharing that. You are so welcome. (laughs) My mom loves her tips and tricks. She's like, here's another trick. So now we'll, it'll carry on forever. Yes. So much nostalgia for me, it probably comes the most from the tree ornaments because there are things in there that were gifted to us in our first years, right? Like baby's first Christmas. These are like heirloom treasures that I'm sure my kids wouldn't want, but to me, it's just so special. And my sister and I, and my mom, at one point, we divvied them up into three, but there was something fun about collectively decorating a tree together and being like, oh my gosh, look at this one and um, sharing those stories and those memories. That's probably one of my fondest memories and, and traditions was that. And I still have, it's this little tabletop fake tree that I had as a child in my bedroom. It acted as a nightlight. 
because we would keep it lit throughout the night. So you'd have like the little, it'd be a tiny strand of 50 Christmas lights, like colored lights. And I had little miniature ornaments that you can buy for like these purposes. I would get one every year. And so that has been a huge tradition as well. And even to this day, my husband actually really likes it. He loves like the feel of it. Like during, so we just, we plop it back at, like on the dresser right now it serves as the Christmas tree because we don't have a live one or a big one. And so that, I got, that thing is like 35 years old. And again, it's like it, those specific ornaments have their own memories for me. And it's just, it transports me back in an instant. I love it. Oh, I love that. And I really think that it's hard to put a finger on what holiday cheer looks like. You know, someone came from Mars and you're like, what's holiday cheer? Like, how would you put it? What would you say? I, I don't know, raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens, whatever. I don't know. I guess you could go there like a white Christmas. It looks like snow time during the winter holidays. It looks like a bunch of lights everywhere. But what is that? If you just see lights somewhere, that doesn't necessarily automatically mean holiday cheer. So like, what does that, how do you mm. kind of package it up or? And maybe no. it's unique to everybody based on your, you know, your family, your childhood. I think certain things evoke for us holiday spirit that maybe for others, it doesn't really resonate. And who says that a holiday has to be snow on the ground and a fire in the fireplace. I really want a fireplace and like a huge pile of presents and like 20 relatives coming over. There's a million other ways that it can look and half the planet experiences summer during Christmas, right? And so for them, it's just like, that's not at all the tradition or the expectation. So I guess, you know, the only thing that I wanted to sort of throw in is I can see some of the, the pressure expectations that I feel at times around the holidays and occasionally feeling some sense of disappointment if I'm not having kind of like that picture perfect holiday moment. But even if I had the snow and the people and the decorations or whatever, that doesn't equal the feel. You can have all the external things and still not have that experience of holiday cheer or whatever. So I think we can, we can be free to sort of create whatever that looks like. Some travel to the tropics over Christmas because it's a break. That's their tradition. I don't know. I guess the only thing that I wanted to kind of put out there is, you know, taking a look at whatever sort of pressures or, or expectations you've un unconsciously been carrying around. Is there like a fun way you'd actually really like to spend your holidays and try that on? I'm telling that to myself because I actually kind of keep things pretty like traditional from year to year. I've never really kind of given myself the, the freedom to, to think outside the box as far as like, is there anything else that I want to do for Christmas? Mm. I kind of want to go to the beach. <laughs> Who says you can't start a new tradition, right? Holy cow. Because it's going to go, it's going to go how it's going to go, right? right? It's, it's always just going to be how it's going to be. And, and we can who are you going to be within that, yeah. right? It just kind of dawned on me, like we can start traditions at any moment. I'm realizing that I have that be kind of a fixed state. No, the traditions are traditions because they're there and they've been happening and I need to kind of keep them going versus maybe there's a new one that I want to create. I don't think I realized that I didn't really feel free about that. So Ooh. I'm gonna put my thinking cap on, see if anything interesting comes out. Mm. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> Thanks ladies. I was just going to say my Christmas is now that I do not live with my very large family look totally different than they did before my holiday season even. So when I was younger, used to like, I couldn't stand that we would get our Christmas so late. So I was like, when I have my own house, I'm getting my tree as early as I can. It's like December 1st. I'm like here with my tree, 
you know, to your point, Jennifer, it doesn't have to look a certain kind of way. So I have my own things that I do with my house that like get me into the holiday spirit. You know, I have the movies that I want to watch and maybe I'm alone for Christmas Eve or, you know, maybe I'm not with my family and there's still a way for me to generate that sort of feeling of comfort, that feeling of cheer, that feeling of holiday joy that is not quite put your, put a word to it, but you, everybody knows what kind of we're talking about. I don't know. I guess I'm just interested to see if our listeners have anything that like, what is that for them? Like, what does that look like to you all um, listening? Is there that one thing that you do or that you share or that you have that kind of puts you in that mood? And would you want to share that with us? And if you do, you can reach us at who says the podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear some really fun and unique traditions because then maybe I can pick from them. Right. Like, oh, that sounds super fun. I didn't even think about that. I have a, like a kind of a narrow view of, no, this is what it sort of looks like. So I would love, I would love to hear what other people are up to. Oh, absolutely. This was amazing. What a great conversation just to set us up powerfully for the holidays. I'm super excited. And yeah, if any of the listeners reach out, I'm interested to know what y'all do and I might steal from you too. All right. So are we, are we going to go on a Christmas tree outing? I can live vicariously through you guys. I'll help cut down the tree. I just won't (laughs) take one back. (laughs) We can definitely do that. And it's going to have to be before my trip to the Bahamas. If anyone's listening, let me know how it is in the Bahamas. (laughs) That is something I'm thinking about. (laughs) Like that sounds great. (laughs) Just saying. I'm going to come in your suitcase. Yeah, me too. I'll be joining you. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Well, I guess uh, to be more cliche, we can wrap this up in a nice, pretty bow. I hope everyone has an awesome holiday season and see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.